Hello, everybody, and again, welcome to the KCAST podcast. I'm Chris Eckenroth. Today, we are in Revelation chapter 18. As we begin, let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you again for the opportunity to study your word. Lord, we need your Holy Spirit to give us the understanding to be able to comprehend and to receive this message. The Lord, help us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Revelation chapter 18, beginning in verse 1. After these things, I saw another angel coming down from heaven, having great authority. This angel comes under the direction of the one on the throne, God himself. And the earth was illuminated with his glory. You see, Satan has done his very best to keep the world shrouded in darkness. But despite his best attempts, God now sets the world ablaze with truth and a call to his people. Verse 2, and he cried, this angel cried mightily with a loud voice saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen. It's a declaration. It's reminiscent of exactly the words that are found in the second angel's message, Revelation 14, verse 8. Babylon the great, Babylon is fallen, is fallen. You see, apparently at this time, just before Christ comes back, there are still those who have not heard. Specifically, there are still some of God's people that have not heard the proclamation of the second and third angel's messages. And so now this angel comes, illuminating, setting the world ablaze with the truth of living God that all can make their decision in the light of truth. So we continue on to verse 4. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people. There is this invitation for God's people to separate themselves from Babylon the Great. It sounds somewhat similar to the call we find in the book of Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 48, verse 20. You see, God's people were called to leave literal Babylon and go back to the promised land, go back to Jerusalem. Here's what it says, Go forth from Babylon. Flee from the Chaldeans with a voice of sing, declare, proclaim this, utter it to the end of the earth, say, the Lord has redeemed his servant. As literal Israel was called to leave literal Babylon, now God's people are called to leave spiritual or mystical Babylon, to separate themselves from Babylon the Great, because God is about to send his son to take his family to the promised land. And so he calls his people to come out of her, lest you share in her sins and receive of her plagues. Verse 5, God has remembered her iniquities, or God has remembered her sins. Specifically, between verses 2 through 6, and it goes through, really, throughout the chapter, the sins of Babylon the Great are listed. In short, here they are. Pride and arrogance, materialism and luxury, adultery, deception, and persecution, the killing of of God's people. Because of her sins, verse 8 says this, Therefore, her plagues will come in one day, death, 
and she will be burned with fire, for strong is the Lord God who judges her. These verses tell us that her judgment, her plague will come upon her as in one day. It's it's stressing the idea of unexpectedness or suddenness. So we continue on to verse 9. It says this, the kings of the earth. The Bible now, between verses 9, really, to the end of the chapter through 24, goes through at least three different groups. The kings of the earth, verse 9. The merchants of the earth, verse 11. And verse 17, the shipmasters, the the sailors, and those who made trade with great Babylon. Each of these stand at a distance. We slide back to verse 10. It says this, standing at a distance, saying, alas, alas. Each one of these three groups say the same thing. Verse 10, verse 11, down to verse 16, verses uh, 17, 18, and 19. Each of them stand at a distance, and they utter these two words, alas, Alas, it's expressing utter remorse because each of these three groups realize that their fate is bound up with hers, Babylon the Great, because they refuse to heed the call to separate themselves, to come out of Babylon, to separate from being associated and giving their allegiance to Babylon the Great. So in utter utter remorse, they say, alas, alas, that great city Babylon, that mighty city, for in one hour your judgment has come. The merchants of the earth say, alas, alas, that great city that was clothed in fine linen, verse 17, for in one hour such great riches came to nothing. Still there in verse 17, every shipmaster, all who travel by ship, sailors, and as many as trade on the sea, stood at a distance and cried out, alas, alas, that great city in which all who had ships became rich, for in one hour she is made desolate. All three groups cry out in utter remorse, knowing that their fate is sealed up with hers. Shocked at how quickly it was unexpected, it was so sudden that this great city has received judgment and fallen. It's verse 20 that says this, Rejoice over her, Holy apostles and prophets. We stop there. The literal Greek actually says, Rejoice over her, saints and apostles and prophets, for God has avenged you on her. Why? Why has God avenged his people, his prophets, his saints, his apostles? Why? Verse 24, In her was found the blood of the prophets and the saints, and of all who were slain on the earth. As the Lord avenges the blood of the martyrs, those who have given their lives for the testimony of Jesus. It makes us think of something we read back in Revelation chapter 6. They're under the fifth seal. It's talking about those who have been killed because of their testimony for Jesus. Verse 10 says this, as those who have died, it's symbolic, as they cry out with a loud voice saying, how long, O Lord, holy and true, until you judge and avenge our blood on those who dwell on the earth. Verse 11, then a white robe was given to each of them, and it was said to them that they should rest a little while 
longer. Just rest. The time is not yet. It is here in Revelation chapter 18 that now the time has come. Revelation chapter 18 seems to come down to one very specific point. Again, it's said in verse 4, Come out of her, who? Babylon the Great. Come out of her, my people, lest you share in her sins, and thus you receive of her plagues. It makes me think, as I was trying to think about some other Bible stories that might uh, be relatable, I think of Genesis chapter 19 as Lot and his family are told to come out of Sodom. They begin to linger just a little bit. Of course, Lot's wife looks back longingly because of all the things that were offered to her there in Sodom. You know, these three groups, the kings of the earth, the merchants, uh, the sailors, and the shipholders, man, they are connected because of all the benefits, earthly benefits they think they are receiving from their connection to Babylon the Great. And they were unwilling to separate themselves. Lot and his family, so reluctant, the angels had to take them by the hand and pull them as they ran with them out of the city. It's really talking about allegiance, loyalty, relationship. It's talking about divided allegiance, divided hearts in terms of relationship. Jesus is inviting all of us, all of the inhabitants of the earth, into a personal, committed relationship. I'm reminded of some words that Jesus himself spoke of in Revelation chapter 3, verse 20. He says this, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. It's nowhere else but at the door of your heart and mine. If anyone hears my voice, he's calling you. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and eat with him and he with me. If you open the door, I'll come in. We'll sit down, we'll recline, and we'll eat together. You and me, me and you. It speaks to the idea of a decision to have a committed relationship with Jesus. Revelation chapter 18 has but one message. Babylon the great has fallen. Make your decision to come out that Jesus might fully come in. This is the KCAST podcast. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon.